I V M. This is Storytellers and Storysellers live on tape from my home in Mumbai. Welcome to a solo transmission episode of this show, especially about the return of live sports in our lives. I've been itching to do another one of these solo transmission, um, single voice, no guest episodes ever since the first one I did earlier this year. But I'm glad I waited for the right time. And um, now with the powers that be bringing back live sports in our life, I want to talk to you about what's up with the show, what's up with IPL, about football, about WWE, the NBA, all of this and more on the other side of this short break. Don't go anywhere. And hey, you're worth it. Sachin Tendulkar, Virat Kohli, Don Bradman, and now Cyrus Brocha. Okay, probably not in the right company. I mean, Don Bradman is Australian. But it's called Cyrus Says. A wonderful show about everything. Find the show on the IVM Podcast app, ivmpodcast.com, or wherever you listen to podcasts. A lot has happened these past few weeks in the world and in my life and in the life of this show. So if you haven't been keeping up with all the episodes, here's a quick recap for you and a general update on life. The show was originally supposed to be a two-guest format to talk about the tension between the business and the creative aspects when it comes to entertainment. But when the pandemic started, I realized that it was just easier to do virtual episodes with one guest and we changed the format a little to to just have one guest on an episode and go a little more in depth and thus not an interview was born um over time i've realized that this one guest format just suits me more and i've made that my mainstay and sort of made the two guest format a little less frequent if you've noticed while i love the two guest episodes and i've done a couple of them even during the pandemic it feels more important to be there in person when you have two guests you know so that you're able to direct the conversation a little more and be able to read the verbal and non-verbal cues of my guests and sort of steer that conversation into an interesting direction so while the lockdown continues while i'm recording from home um i'm very happy with this sort of one guest tweak and although i'll bring the two guest episodes back um from time to time i really hope you're enjoying not an interview do check out our episodes earlier from the lockdown and before very recently i talked to network execs uh, at netflix and sony um about inclusivity and interactivity respectively i talked to barkha singh about personal branding and to gauri devi dayal from the table about running a five star restaurant business i also spoke to a really interesting storyteller someone who does this for a living called rathi and um, and rathi told me about how she's trained in 10 forms nearly of storytelling and she's also a trained puppeteer all these amazing people i'm really grateful to they make time every week to talk to me um, and i have some amazing experiences that get related to me from these people some great wisdom and some great insights so don't miss it and double click on one of these great episodes right after you listen to this one another very cool development is that the great folks at ivm and intel have agreed to run an ad on this show for a bit so you're talking to someone who's a paid podcaster thumb two thumbs up to me and to ivm and intel if you don't believe me come back after this message from our sponsors for this episode like i said before the break the last time i spoke to you alone without guests was at the onset of the lockdown in march on that episode i talked to you about how the world of entertainment had turned upside down across sectors because of the coronavirus Today 
I'm talking to you guys after the first time that I've gone out to play football since then. Really. This is about the return of live sports, not just to your TVs, but also to my life. Jokes apart. As the coronavirus has taken us into the quote-unquote new normal, we're six months in and slowly but surely we made sure that as a society, the most important aspects of our lives returns and nature is healing. Our cities are in some kind of controlled unlockdown and while in India the numbers are still rising sports like I said the most important aspect of our lives in society live sports is returning to television and to a screen near you now while movies have gone straight to OTT the massive money spinner that is the global business of sport has found a way to continue its pre-eminent position on the screen really it's the most expensive thing to acquire and one of the most expensive things to watch as a consumer and even if there are no fans in the stadium the guys who run these businesses have made sure that live sports across continents across sports comes back to the people who are waiting for them the fans close to home the IPL is back on India ka tyohar is going to coincide this time around with the actual tyohar as seemingly everyone in this country will gear up for a big Big final quarter of the year. It's been a hits and misses time for the IPL so far. Financially, the coronavirus and then the India-China standoff has caused great loss, right? We was had to pull out um, very, very late in the day and the IPL was already going to lose lots of gate receipts because the tournament has shifted to the UAE. That's going to pinch a lot. That said, Dream 11, the fantasy gaming guys, they swooped in to cleanse the title sponsorship for the IPL. It's a coup for the category. As actual sports gets propelled forward by fantasy sports. I think it's a big, big development for the sports and the esports uh, community to come together, sort of get into the mainstream in India, right? Um, a big, big push for legitimacy to fantasy gaming in India. I mean, fantasy gaming is massive overseas, especially in, especially in the US, especially around sports like NFL, um, NBA, NHL. And it's massive that it's happening in India as well uh, with Dream11 taking up the sponsorship, the title sponsorship of the IPL. They were already a partner, um, an official partner. They were already in there. Uh, but I think it's a massive, massive boost to uh, fantasy sports in India. There are still many people who think that Fantasy sports is like betting. Um, and I'm sure the title sponsorship of the IPL will go a long, long way in changing that perception. The IPL teams themselves, though, shipped off to the UAE for quarantine and acclimatization. However, the risks have not completely been hedged against. Uh, if you read the CSK announced that a few players had tested positive and Suresh Raina abruptly returned home and pulled out of the IPL citing um, the safety of himself and his family. It's a massive risk to try and host the largest T20 tournament so to speak in the world. As players from around the globe jet set in to the Middle East we're keeping our fingers crossed and hoping for a really safe and successful 2020 IPL edition. Pretty sure industry could use a boost and so could all the viewers back home. I'm cheering for KKR. I've always been a KKR fan. Although I do think that uh, that Mumbai Indians might just be very, very close to another title. Over on the brands and broadcaster side, the IPL has caused massive uh, joy as well. The market is definitely, definitely bouncing back after a tough few months. The IPL has got brands spending with teams, spending with broadcasters, spending with platforms as cricket fever really grips the nation, you know. 
as on date, there's almost no spot available on any IPL team kits or jerseys. Brands have made a complete beeline to capitalize on India Katihar, and I expect those who haven't yet will soon either uh, jump on the bandwagon or plan really big Diwali campaigns. The entire industry is looking to the IPL and hoping for a post-COVID viewership bump. People will not be able to go to the stadiums, they're staying at home, and that's the hope that they'll stay home and watch more on the TV or on their phones. The kind of benchmark that people are looking at in the industry is from when the Bundesliga or the uh, the Premier League came back, right? And seeing um, viewership for those leagues go up 6 to 8x on platforms is a good sign for the IPL as well. The IPL before COVID, um, based on last year's estimates, the IPL was expected to reach 400, 450 million people and... um, I'm sure the BCCI, broadcasters, all the brands uh, are hoping for a big, big uh, jump on that as September 19th rolls close by. Speaking of football with the Bundesliga and the Premier League, um, the never-ending season of European club football seems to uh, be geared for another fresh start as... The recently concluded 1920 season merges into the 2021 season. Um, we're merely days away from the 21 season to really kickstart again, and we're only days away from the 20 season, 1920 season, uh, to have wrapped up. The transfer window is in full swing, um, as clubs are scrounging to find the cash or a bargain in a year where most big clubs have seen massive, massive losses from absent gate receipts. These losses are in the tune of 100 to $150 million for big clubs like Real Madrid, Manchester United. Uh, some clubs have been um, have dealt with it better. Some clubs have uh, figured out um, ways to reduce their wage bills. Uh, but overall, it's still silly season as, um, as some clubs are spending big. Chelsea in the Premier League are assembling the football equivalent of the Avengers. The Messi-Barca situation unfolding is a grab-the-popcorn blockbuster to rival any summer movie. I do think he's going to stay at Barcelona once he gets his way, but um, but it's just great to see the, the mighty Mesquieun club um, crumble with internal politics. It's, I hope the club finds its way back to its feet. Barca is a giant of, of European football and so is Messi, but it's, it's an interesting uh, transfer window nonetheless. My club, Manchester United, seem to have done some smart work after not being able to have the dough to get Jadon Sancho from, from Dortmund. And I'm pretty, actu- uh, pretty happy, actually. I wanted uh, us to sign Van der Beek. The season Ajax made the Champions League semis, but uh, but it was reported that he's probably off to Madrid. But I'm glad he's chosen Man United. He looks like a proper player. Football in England is also experimenting with um, some games allowing fans back into the stadium. Uh, Chelsea, Brighton friendly, I think it was earlier this week, um, they had about 2,000, 2,500 fans in the stadium. And um, I read reports uh, which said that uh, football felt like it was certainly hailing with fans back in. That said, big football remains big business. And um, as clubs still figure out how to cope with these losses, there's a lot riding on the return of these leagues to our screens. They're experimenting with many new rules. There were five subs. There might be three substitutes now. Um, They're looking at uh, having extra safety around the stadium and stuff like that. And I expect VAR to continue to be a big part of the debate as the season uh, resumes. Expect all opinions on sports to come to the fore as football and cricket return to the front in September. Over on another quote-unquote sport that India well and truly loves, the WWE, remember them? 
the world wrestling entertainment it's so cool how they dropped calling it the federation and just said okay yeah we are entertainment right so we just going to be entertainment the world wrestling entertainment wwe so there summer event summer slam happened last week or so and roman reigns any of you remember him he made a stunning comeback um the epic showdowns uh, randy orton uh, had a championship match as well uh, he's still around wow while the wwe now happens with fans on a screen instead of in the seats it's interesting to see that there's no stopping this amazing sports entertainment franchise despite the troubles of the, the wrestling industry and the turmoil in the mcmahon family look it up um one thing that has been a common thread between between society and sport outside of this covid pandemic has been the support that has been given out uh, to the black lives matter movement um, at premier league games players are taking a knee before the start at nba games players can choose to wear messages of protest it's not much it really isn't especially when we talk about the efforts that the organizations are taking not the teams though and it is very very little you know in the scope of the histories of racism and injustice I, i'm very critical about how protests get that get co-opted into the mainstream tend to lose their edge that said it is heartwarming to see players stand up or take a knee nobody is forcing them and they can choose to not do it but these players when they do it when when they're on their knees uh, on their when they take a knee or wear these messages um it really seems to mean something and and uh, it's it, it seems to be an important symbol it's something that i think the ipl maybe could learn from um and address maybe casteism or women's safety or or corruption maybe in this country the symbolism of black lives matter of taking a knee was and of sports um and revolt uh, was taken up a level this week 29 year old black father jacob blake uh, was shot seven times in the back by police officers in a city called kenosha in wisconsin in the us in response to this horrible act of police violence the milwaukee bucks um the nba team from wisconsin decided not to take the field for their playoff game against the orlando magic it was a unique sports revolt in the tradition of great black sportsmen um, in history the bucks took this decision completely on their own completely spontaneously refusing to play they didn't consult with other teams uh, they didn't lawyer up um, it was a spontaneous decision just not to play some people might say so what why is this important um well because like movie stars or or other storytellers sports and sports people bring the world together when when sports is on everybody watches um and everybody pays attention to what is essentially really just a meaningless game of catch uh, or any other sport between 10 or 12 or 22 men or women but we would pay attention as if it's the most important thing in the world and which it may be um when the game is on for that moment but the actions of these athletes they're a reminder that there are issues bigger and more important than scoring the last minute jumper winner in game 7 of the eastern conference finals or winning mumbai indians maybe the the next title of the ipl and so for my recommendation on this episode check out uh, this book called the revolt of the black athlete a book by professor harry edwards um, harry edwards is the professor emeritus of sociology at uh, at the university of california berkeley and uh, is widely regarded as the architect of the olympic project for human rights movement and for anybody who's who's been a quizzer or or is into sports and history he was the brains uh, behind the black power salute Uh, by Tommy Smith and John Carlos at the 1968 Mexico City Olympics. That's Revolt of the Black Athlete 
by Harry Edwards. And with that, this is the end of my second ever solo transmission episode. Um, I hope you enjoyed listening to me talk about the return of live sports. I'm very excited. I played football, like I said, uh, today after after nearly six months. And while I've tried to do a little bit of working out um, during this time, I'm looking forward to uh, a day of pain and waking up to to a body that's getting older but still trying to make it with the young kids who play come back next week for an episode with another great guest i can tell you this you will not be disappointed this is vinit kanabar saying goodbye